everyone. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Rainy Robinson, and I was lucky enough to be on three seasons of Dog and Beth on the Hunt. I was on Dog and Beth Fight for Their Lives on A&E, and I co-starred on Dogs Most Wanted. This is Savage Words Podcast. I have uh, some very special to me people uh, on this podcast tonight. They are struggling and have been struggling since July. They received a phone call that every parent will shudder getting. Your daughter is missing. And I want to introduce you to Angela and Jerry. And they reside in uh, Virginia. And they have made the trek out to uh, Montana to search for their daughter. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank you. You're welcome. For having us. Absolutely. I was really uh, troubled by this story. For one thing, you know, you guys had received the phone call that all of us would shudder to get. And I, you know, Rebecca, her name is Rebecca, Rebecca Barsotti. Did I say it right? Yes. Yeah. And Rebecca is married. Yes. And Rebecca is 33 years old. And yes. uh, why don't you give everyone a little bit of background? Uh, because there's a little backstory too before we get to the actual July 20th. But give everyone a little bit of backstory. She was married for how long to who and then what happened there? So Rebecca was mar is married um, to David Barsotti. They have been married um, six years. They got married in 2015 on September 3rd. And Rebecca and... Um, was married to David, and there was a history of domestic violence. Um, Rebecca came home in 2016 saying she needed a break. There were times she would call me and say, I just got it kicked out of the house. I have to go to the hotel. I have two hotel receipts for that. Um, in 2020, she called and said, I think we're splitting up. And then in February of 2021, she sent me a text. I think we're splitting up. And then on March 9th, I received a, a text from Rebecca saying that she had called 911. There had been multiple 911 calls throughout the years, but this one was different because this one resulted in personal family member assault charges against David. So and it resulted in a charge on him. Yeah, he, yes. he was in jail for three days. Okay. And so, um, he was not allowed to return to the house as long as Rebecca was there. There was an, uh, an, a standing contact. order of no contact. And then Rebecca moved out on April 6th and she moved to Missoula because that's where the jobs were. You know, there's nothing in mineral to have right. a job to sustain yourself. So she moved to Missoula, um, was employed as a server at Plonk, a high-end wine and restaurant and doing very well there, loved her job, her coworkers, her managers love her. They said it was a great night when Rebecca was on the schedule. So it wasn't just a good night, it was a great night. People loved her. Yes, yeah. her neighbors loved her, her yeah. friends loved her, yes. Yeah, she is 
drop dead gorgeous, beautiful. Woman. And the other thing is, she's very smart. Yeah. You know, she can get on that computer and research whatever she wanted. Yeah. You know? So she was yeah. very self-sufficient. Yeah. Well, listen, I think it takes a lot of chutzpah to be able to live in a, in a less populated area and be able yes. to live and yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Rebecca had an aura of kindness and compassion. And as you say, she was is beautiful. It just enhanced her outward beauty. Oh yeah, and, and people yeah. gravitate towards that. Like yes. That. And uh, you were sweet enough to share a video, one of the last videos that she sent you. Yes. And um, and her voice is very captivating. And uh, I'm going to actually put that up. It's going to be part of this. Thank you. So let's fast forward to uh, July 20. So July 20th, I received a text message from Rebecca's husband at about 10, 15 Eastern Standard Time. I was already in bed, so I didn't see it. I got up the morning of the 21st, read it, and the text message said that the police had come to his house looking for Rebecca, or to David's house, to the marital home, that the police had come to the marital home looking for Rebecca. Um, he was irritated and felt like he was being harassed from the text message. So I immediately texted Rebecca. It would have been 515 Montana time. And there was no um, there was no response. I reached out to my son, Antonio, who lives in Pennsylvania. I asked if he had heard her. Can you close that window? And please. And they, he had not heard from her, but he said, she always answers me. Let, me. let me go ahead and reach out. He didn't get a response. So then Tony started calling Missoula County Sheriff for a safety check in the home. They didn't find her here. And then obviously, and then he called Mineral County and they were out of the office. So he got a call back later. He got a call back at four o'clock Eastern Standard Time that informed us Rebecca had been, um, her items had been found on the beach the day before uh, on the riverbank um, on July 20th and that they said she was missing and they thought it was a river accident. And they also ruled out foul play right there on the spot. Uh, well, we, you know, we had some long conversations about that. Right. Yeah. One of the um, one of the aggravating things that uh, you said to me is, you know, as you were just telling me this, I'm thinking, well, you know, uh, why why would they know she's missing if her items are just there? I, I mean, why? Would, right. Why would she be missing? Right. So how would right. they? Right. And the other thing is, is that they they assumed that she went into the water. Her items were on the beach. Yes. Yes. They assumed that she wouldn't. That's right. Even though there's no evidence that she actually did go into the water whatsoever. Right. Right. No one saw her go in the water. No one heard her go in the water. No one saw her dog go in the water. And the water tests that they have done, extensive water tests, it, the current shows that it would have either spit her back out on the river or taken her around Alberton Climbing Rock. And the west side of Alberton Climbing Rock is very populated with beach goers and river goers. And nobody, nobody saw her. Yeah. There's I, two I, sides of the, the rock. The east side of the rock is the, the, uh, 
the side of the rock with all the currents that can take you in. And the, the west side of the rock is where everybody goes to get in the river and cool off. And right. it's like a little beach area. Right, right. And so that kind of struck me a little bit. But this is, uh, in some parts of this river, it is a fast-moving river. Yes. And it, it is like almost, they kayak in it and, yeah. They, yeah. White water rafting. White water rafting, yeah. I was going to yeah. say white water rafting. And so her car was found on a mile marker 91? No, mile marker 71, 71. on Interstate 90. On Interstate 90. So mm -hmm. where her car was found, then where her items were found is only about a quarter of a mile. You have to walk down this little thing. It's like you park yeah. on the road and then you walk down. It's very common. And um, when, so the cops, do, they don't process that as a crime scene. Correct. They just impound the car. Correct. And, yeah. And then when you get pictures of the items that are left on the beach, uh, that it looks staged. It's like who, who would throw their, you know, their items yes. down or whatever, but put it in a neat little pile so people that walk by would see, you know, it, does, yes. it doesn't occur that way. Yeah. And um, so uh, how many days later, so she, she actually went out there and you don't know whether she went out there a lot or not. She happened to be there on that day. She brought her dog with her. Correct. So tell everyone uh, what happened with her dog. So her dog was found on the 26th of July, 10 miles, 10 river miles down from the point where they found Rebecca's items. Right. And the dog was half in, half out of the water and about a, half a mile southeast of Tarkio boat launch, T-A-R-K-I-O. And the dog was um, pronounced dead. And the officers that found the dog uh, said he died by drowning. Now the dog was taken to the Humane Society, was viewed by the veterinarian there, but we just found out Wednesday there was no written report. Um, all this time, we thought there was a written report, and all their all they have in their file for the dog is two X-rays, right. one of the necks and one of the chest. So there was a visual exam, but no written report to reinforce the visual exam. Nor was there confirmation. Correct. The they told us that there was the dog was too badly right. decomposed to get an accurate necropsy. So here we are in turmoil in shock, in emotional trauma, trying to depend on the authorities who should know more than we know. Right. One of the questions that we had was, do we keep the dog on ice or do we uh, cremate. cremate the dog? And the police would not say either way what to do. They never did tell us the dog is evidence. You know, and I asked the one question, was there lung, water in the dog's lungs? Uh, yes or no? And they said the dog was too decomposed, we couldn't find out. So, there was water everywhere. Yeah, there was water everywhere, which in the lungs, it's a whole lot different than the rest of the body. Sure is. 
you know? So they could never answer that question. And again, like Angela says, there's no report. Right. Because they you know? Then when we looked at the x-ray, you could see the dog's electric collar right in their throat, embedded in their throat. And then they said, well, there was no foul play to the dog. So I say he was electrocuted by the shock collar. Right. And they and they based that determination on what? A visual search? Uh, uh, just a visual exam of the doc of the dog uh, of Cerberus. Uh, yes. So uh, and then uh, how the, so the dog was ultimately cremated. Yes. yes. And who made that decision? I, I did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, we had yeah. no guidance. So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. So six days later, I don't know that in six days. Yeah, it was. No, but well, I. They found I him six days later, but it was probably about two weeks that he was cremated. No, but see, in six days, I don't know that in six days it can decompose. So, yes, yeah, I we I called our vet back home in Virginia, and he said it's very possible a dog can decompose in two days. Oh, in two I days. Guess from the oh, heat plus it was hot, right? Was it huh? hot? Yeah, yes. it was over mid nineties. Yeah, mid to upper nineties. And so. how how was the dog like? How did anyone get alerted? Like, how did they make the connection that here's the dog? It's connected to Rebecca. Assumptions. I mean, well, they knew Rebecca had the dog with her that day because of the video taken at the beach. Okay, okay. Rebecca was training the dog, and but in the training video, Rebecca is prompting the dog away from the water, not towards the water. Right. It was totally dry land, you know, that they were on the phone or on the beach, bring me the stick, bring me the stick. Right. And in a training session, but it was away from the water, not going towards the water. Right. Plus, plus, we were shown two different videos by the police department. The first video we saw back in July, it ended by Rebecca saying, bring the stick, bring the stick, bring the stick, end of video. End of video. Then the one we saw this week on it, Wednesday, it ended by Rebecca saying, Good job, good job, good boy, mm -hmm. you know. Now, why all of a sudden did they have that video and they didn't show us that the first day, you know? And he said, well, this is the, what we found. So now we have two different videos that we saw of the same scene, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and that and, to me. And, and that's troubling too, because they have kept her phone, her laptop and the car yeah. and have refused you any access to it and right. probably the most uh, troubling in the whole thing is that they have essentially told you that they're not going to do any further investigation on this correct i mean you know so it was switched out mineral county had it at the onset mineral county um gave it to missoula county on the 26th of july after they found the dog and they brought in the um missoula and sheriff toth is quoted as saying i also requested missoula detectives to start a land-based investigation in case rebecca is not found in the river and i i'm reading that 
and um, but there was there's no there's no investigation on land at this point. And then Missoula gave it back to Mineral on Wednesday, the 29th. And so it went back to a department that has one share of six deputies and no detectives. Right. And no interest in solving this case, apparently. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And uh, and one of the one of the other troubling things about this is that they've essentially come out and told you that it's a river accident, even though they have no proof that it is a river accident. They have they have flip-flops and a t-shirt on a beach. They have no evidence yep. that she's actually in or walked anywhere near the water. And, right. and they have essentially told you that they're not willing to do any type of land search at all. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Now, here's the troubling part about that shirt on the, the beach. When they showed us a picture of Rebecca in a car, taking a selfie of herself and a dog. On the same day. On the same day, she had a blue tank top on. If she had a long sleeve shirt on, she would have had it on in the car, and then she would have put it on, uh, uh, threw it to the, to the ground. So well, that it, it, it was a long sleeve t-shirt, right? Yeah, well, it was a long sleeve shirt. It was and, a long sleeve shirt. And yeah. so that, but you know, it was 90 but, degrees out. Right, exactly. That's, that's our point. 94, yeah. 95, and yeah. I've had that confirmed by a weather tracker in Alberton. So yeah. if, if she had a long sleeve shirt on, she would have had it on in the car, and then yeah. she would have took it off at the river, yeah. but she didn't have it on in the car. She yeah. just had a tank top on in the, in the car. Right. So where did this shirt come from? Where did the shirt, we don't know. And we don't even know if it's Rebecca's shirt. We don't even know if it's Rebecca, not only that, who placed the, who, who, who perfectly placed the ID? Right, and, the ID yeah. and the credit ID. card. Exactly. Like, and why would you ever leave your credit card? Like a exactly. phase of we, we asked the same questions. Yeah. So, we thought oh, those yeah. probably would have been in the car, locked in the car. This this has a lot of like troubling points to it. And yes. I think what I think what aside from the sideshow that's gone on in two separate counties now, and even some participation at the state level, because there's the state level, there is a whole outreach program that whatever it's reason just been is, sidetracked. is uh yeah deciding not to help you well we're going to encourage them to help you so what do you want what do you want people to know so we want them to know we need volunteers we need volunteers for land search boots on the ground i've been saying that since day one um and we need ground penetrating sonar or ground penetrating radar. We need drones and dogs. and dogs, cadaver dogs to search on the ground. And because the ground is what has been ignored, ignored this whole time. Right. Yeah. And I want to also say that anyone that's like in training uh, where they're training cadaver, cadaver yes. dogs, or anyone that's uh, in training and uh, you know to do any type of surveillance or any of that type, right? That has like a drone. 
Yes, they would be welcome. Yes, not only will they be welcome, but we'll give them a letter of reference. Are you kidding yeah. me? Because Jerry recommended the National Guard, the local units, mm -hmm. because instead of sitting at a desk and looking at mapping coordinates on the wall and doing a training session, to actually invite them to come out and be part of a hands-on training session. Well, this is... Go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and he suggested that to the Missoula County Sheriff's Office, and they would have to be invited by law enforcement, but that suggestion went nowhere. Yes. Uh, why, why, do they have to be, why do they have to be invited by law enforcement? Because the Sheriff's Office is God out here. Yes. And so if the Sheriff's Whatever Office... Whatever you do has got to go through the Sheriff, and he says yes or no. Oh, okay. so we're... But, and what are they going to do if you do that anyway? What is what? Well, I don't know. I guess if they came on their own time as volunteers, they wouldn't yeah. be able to say no. Yeah, because this yeah. year, well, you know, a lot of this land here is either public land or national federal park. land or national park land. So, you know, and I have 39 years in the military. And like my wife was saying, if, if they go for a weekend drill, they could be training on something yeah. positive. You know, <laughs> hey, guys. We're going to scrap staying in here this weekend. We're going to go out on the field and we're going to uh, right. do a search training exercise. Uh, if you have a party, you don't have to ask the sheriff. So you can yeah. have a party. And there we'll you go. Call, we're just going to call it a party. Yes. And that's what yes. we do. And then I want to give you one other little suggestion. Uh, I don't know if there is a University of Montana. Is it anywhere? Yes. Close? Yes. Yes, very uh, close. If they have a criminal justice department with oh, okay, in there, uh, have them come on in, have them come on out, and let's uh, let's set all this up and what y'all think. What do you yeah, think there that? you go. Great idea. I'd like yeah. to get all of these women, battered women, involved because this is October, battered uh, uh, women or uh, men, domestic violence. domestic violence. Domestic violence. I'd like to get all them involved this month because absolutely this is not only about rebecca but is for everyone that's anyone that has suffered from domestic violence male exactly. or female it does go in both directions i yes. agree i you agree know, it's no so, accident that this lineage is all now kind of happened right uh, you know and there is a big question mark over this guy's head he's been charged right. Right. And, you know, however that's going to play out, it's going to play out, uh, you know, in the criminal justice system. But right. uh, how much energy has he put forth in trying to find his wife? There has been none that, Zero. that, that we're aware of. Zero. And the other thing that precipitated before Rebecca went missing that I forgot to say is that she had a scheduled meeting with David's caregiver to pick up personal items that, that were left day. at the home. And so they met in Superior at Town Pump Convenience Station to uh, for Rebecca to pick up those items. And then Rebecca went missing after that meeting. Yeah. yeah. You know, all you gotta do is look at the TV right now and look at the Gabby case. I know. Look at the domestic violence that happened there. And it was just kind of fluffed yeah. off. And the and failure now she's dead. And, and the failure of law enforcement to step in when it was appropriate to do so. Exactly. Because when you have that kind of stuff, like here in California, it doesn't matter what gender you are. If you throw a frying pan, you're going to jail. 
Somebody's right. Going, right. Yeah. Somebody gets called out on a DV. Somebody's going to jail. Right. Yeah. Uh, because it's too volatile. If you know the cops are being called on that, somebody's going to get away from somebody. Right. right. Tell, tell everyone how they can reach you. What? Uh, how should they be able to contact you? Okay, so there's a Facebook page called Find Rebecca Barsati, and it's Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, yes. and Barsati, B-A-R-S-O-T-T-I. They can call me or text me. My phone number is 540-834-6131, right. and I'll return it. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I, I'm not going to put up your phone number, but I will put up, I'm definitely okay. going to put up how they're going to get. Uh, I'll tell you what's even better. Give them uh, Sheriff Talk's telephone number. He's the one yeah. that doesn't want to listen to us. Give it to him. Let all these people call him. Yeah. So He's a the Sheriff's Department number is 406-822-3555. And uh, there's no detective to ask for, correct? No, there's no detective. Yeah. Sheriff Talk is the man. All right. All right. Uh, no disrespect to the department, but uh, department, you can do better. You can do better than this. Yes, they can. You can do better. These people came all the way out here from Virginia looking for their baby. Please, please do everything you can to get some resolution to, the, to this family. I wanna thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you so much. This is Rainy Robinson with Savage Words Podcast. Please use the actions. Uh, if you know of anything, have any tips, have any concerns, please reach out to this family so we can get some resolutions and we can find Rebecca. Please locate the Facebook page called Finding Rebecca Barsotti. You can also reach out to her mother, Angela, at 540-834-6131 for any tips whatsoever. You also can reach out to the Sheriff's Office at 460-822-3555 for any tips.